cliffcentral.com. The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. Good morning. You're listening to The Unview with uh, myself, Nathan Rowe. Alan Ford is gallivanting in Durban. He, uh, I don't know what he's doing there. Maddie, Maddie's in studio with me. Chatty Maddie, welcome. Indeed. Is this, is this thing working? Can you hear me? I can't hear you, but it, I don't. I can hear that your voice is there. My voice is always here, loud and clear, loud and clear. Alan's down in Durban doing what Durban people do. Okay, so Alan's down in Durban, doing what Durban people do. So he's unemployed. Yeah, he's not wearing shoes. Doing Easter vibes. He's on on the beach. That's it. I can't picture Alan surfing or drinking out of a coconut. Actually. Is that what Durban people? I don't. I haven't been to Durban in so long. Yeah, it's been like three or four weeks now. I don't know how much it's changed. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I was there, they, were, they had a they had a tidal wave that kind of washed away Durban beachfront. Yeah, which is always exciting. Highlight, so, highlight for Durbers, Durbsy peeps. All right, so Where's we have, have him on the line as usual because he's a helicopter parent and he can't he can't leave us to just play and you know insult the arts and and do things like that. He's very protective. So um, let's uh, let's find him. I think he's somewhere here. Hello, Alan. I'm here. You're there. Do you hear me? Yes, I can Hi. hear you. You sound wonderful. You sound so relaxed, almost as relaxed as when you were having a massage <laughs> last week in Cape Town. Well, you know, let me tell you something. I'm very happy that I've tried cities. So it's, uh, I, I did Johannesburg and Cape Town and Durban in a space of, of kind of a, just over a week. Um, and, you know, it just shows me how beautiful South Africa is and how different it is and how different places. You know, you, you go to Cape Town and they're all looking at the mountain and they are very, like, zen and, of course, they're very international. Uh, Johannesburg is, like, very lib. Uh, hello, my brother. How's it, my sway? How's it, my like, butt? Like, how's it, like... You're shuffing my butt. Like, Itasi and Soweto <laughs> in it going, like, it's Josie. And then you come to Durban, where, where a ront is a ront, and uh, it's old Port Natal, and it's very, very, very British and civil. I don't know, but... Anyway, where things the, are quite lovely. And, uh, of course, uh, yes, they don't wear shoes to Gateway Shopping Centre. They don't in Cresta um, either, though. You know that, right? Clearwater's worse. Do they don't wear shoes in Cresta <laughs> either. <laughs> It depends where you come from, I guess, in the country. It means that you should just don't issues. Um, <laughs> like good zoos, I guess. Um, but, but I've got to tell you that the coolest thing is that you have, what I love about South Africa is that you go wherever you go, it's so different. Um, and here is like, it's almost like you are in a, in a place of coconuts and palm trees and, uh, and, and uh, the best part of Durban is swimming in the sea. Have you swum yet? It's warm. I, I haven't stopped swimming and been dunked by the way. Are you wearing those special pants, Alan, that when they're wet, you see the bubbles come through them? Yes, I'm wearing the Philippican bubble pants, which yeah. is great. The people yeah. think I'm mad. They think I'm, I'm, I really look like a, like a big beach ball. Do uh, people call you bubbles? No, not yet. But, uh, maybe when I get back to Cape Town, they'll be pouring bubbles. Let's see how it goes. But let's but, face um, it, you are thin and rich and fabulous, so you stay at only the best uh, places uh, in Cape Town and Durban. And um, I got to stay there with the you, Al, just rubbing it in can, Nathan's can, face there a little, you know? Uh, just, uh, Nathan was, was with, with me the week before, Matthew, so we can rub it in both your face. I think Matthew's uh, just um, jealous because he's seconds, but it's cool. Uh, Look, you, you uh, got to eat creme brulee. I had a 10-course meal, just saying. I don't. Oh. I can't eat ten course meal. I'm thin, rich, and fabulous. Right. So. <laughs> Matthew, how was the sloppy seconds? Yeah. Well, uh, who was the sloppy seconds? You. No, you. you were. Oh, <laughs> you ouchels. Were. You were sloppy seconds. That's yeah. terrible. Um, but uh, hold on, I, I want to get back to you talking about like like tricoastals and bicoastals and things that are happening here. I think it's um, transcoastal is the new one. It like, used to thing? be a coast, but now it's land. Yeah. <laughs> so coming back to this wonderful city of Durban that I'm in right now, um, the off the topic, rude people, is to tell you that it's been phenomenal in the sea. But I've got to tell you, you know, we talk about great restaurants, and I, I got an email um, from one of our, our listeners uh, about five or six weeks ago saying that you never look at Durban restaurants, and they said you know Durban restaurants have kind of of like upping upping the game a bit. And I was like, yeah, well, I've been to Cafe 99 like 400 times, and I think that's – and Il Maurice, those are the only good restaurants in Germany. But, but, the, but the coolest thing is that I – and for it's also cool, correct. But I have walked just through the village of Umschlange, and I'm so privileged to say that I think Joburg needs to, to up its game. Joburg actually seriously doesn't know what they're yeah, doing. Get on board, Josie. Wise. 
I, I can, I'm so impressed with Durban's food. I'm so impressed with the level they're going to. Um, just in the village of Mshlanga, I'm not even going to Jufalo Road uh, or to uh, to Belito or to Mshloti. Uh, the, the, the food is really good, and I, I'm happy. I, you know that our food rules, guys, is that you go to a place, you eat and you pay, and then you review. And I'm very, very happy that in the next uh, couple of months we're going to talk about some of the great restaurants in Durban. Mm. Um, because there's some really good restaurants in Durban. You, you, um, you know what, Alan? So, I'm 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 quite impressed by the fact that you've maintained your 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 good pronunciation of your eyes. You haven't resorted to the Durban R. You know where where you 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 kind of eating your fish and your chips with some cuds. With chips, some cuds. Yeah, okay. Why are you with cuds, Alan? <laughs> We've got some you know cuds in studio. We've got lots today. of cuds here today. Well, I know it's going to be such a divine day in the studio, and of course we're promoting great young talent. And child labour, as Gareth talent, called it. Ch- child labour, yes. But you know, when, the, the cool thing is that if you think about something, the people that we see across the world um, on the stages that are getting these Tony Awards and these Naledi Awards and these phenomenal awards across, of course, across the entertainment industry have to start somewhere. Mm. And that is the critical thing is that they start generally in community theatre, children's theatre, school theatre, and school theatre is the biggest way to start cultivating the talent. Yeah. And I think that is what today's show is about, and that is why it's cool, and this is why we're fabulous, because <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> the, the interesting thing is about, we were just saying, the, that the typical theatre child, they may be thin, they may be fabulous, but they're never going to be rich. Well, it depends. You know. It does depend. Because yeah, those it does depend. Some people producers. are born into money. Oh, that's true. That's true. And then some become phenomenal. You know, there's lots of ways to, to skin a cat, I guess. But, again, your talent is your richness, don't you think? Totally. I mean, your talent and your is heart is about. rich. I know. We're going to sing a song. What's the song prepared for today, Nathan? What have you got for me? You know what? I didn't, I didn't bring the ukulele because I figured, once again, you were not here to force me to play it. So I was like, well, I... He's going to beatbox for us. I don't feel obliged. No, we have so much talent in studio. I think people want to break from me. Yeah, they're going to sing for us. Totally. And it's early in the morning still. I've got to just say a couple of things. I think we had a great Easter period across the country. I think a lot of people had fun. People are on holiday. I think that even though South Africa hasn't perhaps been in the best state politically, uh, the sun is shining. Uh, there's been a little bit of rain in Cape Town, a little bit, but hey, at least it's coming. Pesach was also great. Exactly, the fasting went well. Uh, Muslim brothers and sisters had a good eat. I think we just had a good period. And I'm so excited because I'm in Durban for a reason, because I'm leaving tomorrow to go off to the Natal Midlands. Oh. Now, you've heard of my big fat Greek wedding. Totally. This is my big fat Lebanese wedding because my cousin's Lebanese. Sure. But he's marrying a Greek, so it's my big fat Lebanese. Oh, so there's going to be lamb. You imagine it is going to be insanity. Amazing. There's going to be 400 people in the, those poor, poor Italians in the Midlands are not going to know what hit them. It's going to, it's like the rumble in the jungle came through. Okay, literally. Like, <laughs> Please tell uh, the Lebanese like, people not to hit the locals. No, I will tell them not no abuse, please. No, no, we, we, you know, we, we have become educated. We're not so Neanderthalic. Oh, so it's not Is like the nineties. Uh, anyway. <laughs> no, so, that's changed. We when know, someone said we they know. were Leb, it was L E B. It was basically like E F C of their day. <laughs> it was like uh, it, uh, point point Julie noted, but no things have changed. And, and most importantly is that remember that we're with the Greeks, so it's going to be so much fun. We have lots of lamb. We're going to break plates. There's going to be singing and dancing. It's going to be crazy, and it's really going to be blessed. So, it's, it's, so that's why I'm here. Is that uh, extension of Matt's and I and our trip to Cape Town meant a family trip to Durban, which meant a wedding in the Midlands, then back to Johannesburg, then back to Cape Town. And I can just tell you, uh, yeah, the sun is shining across this beautiful country of ours, and I, I'm proud. I love it. I'm very happy. And that is just my thought of the day. Well, that is an amazing thought, Al. I hope everyone listening has the same thought. Um, it really is a beautiful country. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's take care of it. Absolutely. On a, on, a, on a little closing note, I'm suffering from a small bit of FOMO, as you know. I do. It happens. Why? But I feel the two of you are having an affair now. That's all right. That I'm out of the picture. So we do need Nathan's actually holding my hand under the table. As um, we speak, Matthew, I've actually grown my beard to try and you know show you guys how manly and hetero I am. Oh, but I only can grow oh. an Abraham Lincoln beard, so I don't know if it's sending mixed know, messages. The, the interesting thing is that you, when I look at your beard, it's very, very, very patchy and, and scratchy. You know, that. are you speaking about Nathan or me? 
Nathan. No, man, I'm talking about both of you actually got a bit. Of well, mine's not itchy. Here. I can tell yeah, well, you. That. I mean, this is weird. Maddie's scratching um, this. I think you're talking about him. Oh. <laughs> uh, Shane, these poor people have got the itchy and scratchy Shane too. <laughs> you little, you little, you little Simpsons. Watch myself say. Um, on that note, I'm going to love and leave you. Yes. Have a fantastic show, guys. And of course, before we say the, the the famous line about the undue, remember, Nathan, if you think about cheating on Matthew with me on Matthew, just make it very clear. I've got you. On the 30th of April in Cape Town again. Doing what? You know back. Doing what? No, we, we, what do you think? We're going we're gonna to reignite the flame. Well, I've asked for my own room, which has already put a bit of a cock block there for you, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, I, know, but you, I know you love to cuddle in the middle of the night and go back so we can pretend that's all happening. I mean, you, right. we have slept together. I've slept with Matty and I've slept with you. Nothing's ever happened. Yeah. For okay, the children in the studio, we once had to share a room, and uh, yeah, that's that's as far as it yes, went. That's, that's what I meant. We stepped next to each other because we are like roomies. Yeah, I'm just that's explaining exactly to the children the who maybe don't king know. King size bed, just saying. You know, sometimes. Uh, yes, I've, <laughs> that's what you have to do on the road. I forgot we have a kiddie show today. Yeah, and, it's, it's so um, so stressful <laughs> trying to think. You know, how do you explain this to kids? It's like, look, when a man loves another when man, a man loves a another man, mm-hmm. and they uh, they want to be so close to each. No. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we'll, we'll I, skip I, I that one. So anyway, guys, we, I'm going to say the following. Of course, we've got a great week. Good good week in entertainment. Good week in food. Um, we're back next week to talk about some of the magical things on Freedom Day. And as we say, welcome to the Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. Have a good one, boys. Cheers, Al. Ciao. Thank you so much, Alan Ford from Durban, um, reporting on our country's weather and um, how high quality the massage parlors are, because I'm guessing he's in one. All right. Always. So, Maddie. Always. Nathie, it's, it's good to be in studio with you, man. It is, man. This is a, this is a first for us. I feel and like we're breaking like- our, our studio tea. I don't know what that is. Kind of, but I just feel like there's something that was between us that is no longer between us. Oh, really? Yeah, like a. I'm a calling Leb- it a mixing desk. A Lebanese gentleman, perhaps, uh, right? Even yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's actually really cool just to chat to you. And you too. Yeah, and I see um, Alan Ford already went over time with his. That's all right. Little phone call. That's all right. Do we still have enough time to speak to our plethora of amazing guests? We absolutely do. And you know what? It's 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 a it's a performance show today. We 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 kind of really we favoring the arts. We are a little biased in the studio today, and we favoring everything theatrical. And um, on that. That note, I just thought I'd give you a bit of a wrap-up as to kind of what's going on in the theatre scene at the moment. You had the privilege with Ellen to have seen Priscilla. I did. Cock on a frock on a rock, right? I I don't know. You, uh, did I miss? Is that a famous line? It's a totally a famous oh. line from the show. You got to say it with a bit of a. Well, that's not that's not the best ex. Their best accent. Oh right, because oh, you didn't do it with the accent. Yeah, you have to sound accent. like a master chef. Yeah. Then right. Know. So um, yeah, I went to. Uh, well, it was it was good old Ellen's round two of Priscilla, my round one, and it was absolutely fantastic. And for the Cape Tonians listening, that that kind of wraps up in the next week or two, as far as I'm aware, and then it makes its ways to it makes its way to Josie to the Teatro. Um, and seriously, Josie peeps, the challenge is on. Cape Town was dressing up. I don't know if they were when you were there. Yeah, it was uh, media night, so the media put on their best media outfits. You know, like media outfits are different to like rich people outfits. Right. Like, I mean, when the media dresses up, it's like a borrowed old matric dance dress <laughs> from someone else. You know, so they still look lovely, but look, more in a charming way, I, like a quaint way. I'm talking about people driving through from Paul and Tigerberg and men in frocks. Oh wow! It, it was quite interesting. Right. Okay, it was quite interesting. That sounds fantastic. And if you don't go for the show, go for go for that. You go for the mean? costumes. I must <laughs> say, yeah, the costumes in the show and oh. and in the audience are actually amazing. Yeah, spectacular. And then um, on on kind of ne- nearer nearer um, kind of circles, we've got Sophia Town at the Market Theatre, which is a rehash of last year's production, which did so well that they decided to bring it back. Um, a beautiful piece with many Brechtian elements. I'm chatting about Brecht in a sec, but I thought I'd just swing that little word in. It's a very fancy word for um, very kind of high art theatre in a way in terms yes, of what's going on in the mind. It's not like a Lebanese diss. It's not like... No. Uh, no. Ugh, oh, Brecht. No, but oh, I can't I. believe you did that. Brecht. So, um, and that's... Oy, that's running on at um, at the Market Theatre. The play that goes wrong. Have you seen it? 
I haven't. Oh my goodness. Play That Goes Wrong on at Peter Turin's uh, Monte Casino Theatre. I think that ends um, on the 30th, the 30th of this month. Okay. So I'll try to check it out. You've got two weeks. Yeah. Anything that you can imagine going wrong on stage happens. The sets fall. The lights fail. There is the wrong prop in the wrong place. Alan Committee's directed it. Brilliant. And if you're a fan of Alan's stand-up, imagine, imagine Alan playing the equivalent of six characters at the same time. Oh, wow. It's pretty epic. Yeah. I saw so, him in... Um, uh, feed me, Seymour. Oh yeah, yeah. He was great. I've given you sunshine. Yeah, little shop of horrors. That that's one. the name yeah. of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, absolutely brilliant. And then the the one that I want to really chat about, and we've got a we've got a guest in our studio who I'm going to introduce to you shortly, is the Caucasian Chalk Circle. And you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Um, it is a set work. It is aimed, it's, it, you know, it's primarily aimed at school going kids. But one thing that struck me in watching this piece is the kind of the, the relevance of a piece that was written so many years ago. I'm not going to go into the detail about that. Well, of course, it's still relevant. I mean, you have goat, goat farmers and fruit farmers fighting now in Zimbabwe. There we go. Because apparently they're making goats a, you know, form of money. Yeah. There. Yeah. And I think the fruit guys are upset. So, yeah. I mean, it's actually a perfect... I think they should take the plates as Zimbabwe next. Yeah. And, you know, I, I sat in the audience last night. It's a little sad. There were about 10 people there, um, which you kind of... kind of you, It's cringeworthy when you, when, you were, when you were theatrical baby. Um, and you sit in this audience and you're watching, you're watching a, a cast of the same size. And they are, they are giving their all. It's an absolute marathon of a piece. It's not called Epic Theatre for no reason. Um, but um, an outstanding piece. And in studio to talk to us about Caucasian Chalk Circle is Nika DaCosta. Morning, Nix. Good morning. Talk to us about the show. What's happening? Well, um, it is a marathon of a show. It is basically, it starts off talking about land issues, which are all kind of familiar with. And then the farmers who are arguing over the land decide that to illustrate Illustrate their point. They're going to put on a play, so it's a play within a play, mm. and um, and the audience is completely made aware of that from the yeah. from the get go. Do you get paid double because you're you're doing two yes. plays essentially? <laughs> I want to say yes because I'm also playing three characters. Oh wow! So, so you should get playing double and then triple on. Wow, that's exactly. a good paycheck, yeah. Exactly. Worked and out like that. I mean, because there's something like a hundred characters in Brecht's show. Wow. So there's, I think there's eight of us, and so we kind of share all of these. So who's doing the other kind of 87 roles? <laughs> That's a lot of running around and costume uh, I changes. I think sort of, yeah, exactly. And what's great about it is that the costume changes are all in view of the audience yeah. because that was Brecht's big thing is that audience members should know that it's theatre and they should see how it works. Yeah, so and that also emerged later into strip clubs and things. <laughs> it, well, yes, I <laughs> suppose people you, getting could, changed you could make in front of the connections people. between the two. Yeah, people are like, just skip the play, do the costume change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we're quite good at that. Actually, um, but yeah, it's really fun, and there's a lot of comedy in it, and the um, the story is kind of based on a biblical one, I believe, about a mother uh, or child who has two mothers, one who's biologically the mother, but the biological mother abandons the kid. You play that woman. I do. You're play such that a wench. Woman. Yes, <laughs> no, it's a horrible, horrible woman, <laughs> but she's so much fun to play because what happens is she's more interested in uh, taking her, her clothes. Yeah, she's interested in taking her clothes with her in a time of crisis, and she. She leaves her child behind, nice. and then her kitchen maid takes care of the child. So you know, my mom used to leave me behind mm, at school I, when yeah. I was when I was still at part-time boys. I remember I remember being left at the hockey at the hockey astro until about nine o'clock. But you had servants to look after you. No, <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't. Well, I had, well, if if my matrix were my servants, <laughs> as a little grade eight boy ditched uh, at a hockey field at nine o'clock at night. Was yeah, quite my mom left me in a parking lot once. Yeah. Did you have a hockey stick at least? I did not. I was unarmed. So you were more vulnerable. More vulnerable than Maddie was as a child. See Maddie, stop complaining. Could could have been worse. You could have not been a hockey player. (laughs) <laughs> the, the thing is I wasn't a hockey player <laughs> So what were you doing With that poor kid's hockey stick Damn it Manny Stop robbing the hockey yeah, kids They were the only people around Did I, I come from choir practice Did I just assume You had a hockey stick <laughs> uh, No sure, You know what they say About assumption yeah, Anyway you don't, don't want to be A choir boy in a parking lot <laughs> With a hockey stick <laughs> Wasn't a Catholic school But anyway Let's oh. uh, um, Yeah so you were saying <laughs> Yeah so basically It's this tackle Between the Um the biological mom, and then in the end, the mother who raises the child, and we get to see who wins mm. the, the 
court case essentially and it's about the land as well so who gets to keep the land who gets to keep the child right. and it's asking some pretty cool questions but in a really comic I yeah. think you could say yeah, that absolutely like really yeah you mentioned the bible way. story it's based on it's when someone brings king solomon uh, uh, well two two people bring a child to king solomon they say we're both the parents and mm-hmm. then um he's like okay well I'll cut the baby in half and yeah. then you know, you can share him. And then, <laughs> and one of them was like, no, 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 it's, I'd rather the baby lived. And they were like, okay, well, you're the better parent. So, I mean, yeah, it is, it's quite relevant, I think, today as well, just in, in people's priorities, you know, mm-hmm. people re- have messed up priorities. So, yeah. Yeah. And Nick, talk to us because it's quite interesting. Your, the whole prologue of the show. So for those of you who are not theatrical buffs, the prologue is something that happens pre us watching the actual story. Yeah. Um, you've kind of adapted a bit. Yeah. It's the pre, Pre-play that play. the play is in. Correct. Wow, there's a lot of It's just pre's. context, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It, frame, it frames the story, okay. I guess. Now, something, something that struck me as quite interesting is you've taken Brack's work, and we, we, we chatted briefly last night, and you said, you know, you've given it this EFFDA slant. Well, it, we the director wanted to hint at it because he didn't want to set the play in any particular place. Yeah. He said, let's just imagine that, yeah, let's just imagine that it's somewhere in the southern Africa, somewhere. Right. Um, but we as a cast, we were all very struck by how poignant it was in terms of the political stuff that was going on. We opened the show on the day of the political reshuffle. Wow. So we were like, okay, cool. Um, let's bring out the politics. Yeah. And so there is a vague uh, suggestion that the one side is from the DA fighting over the land and the other side is the EFF. And in the middle, you've got an ANC representative. But I think the director would sort of say that I'm in trouble if I make such kind of... It's broad... Yeah. Sweeping political statement. Basically, so you have to make, you have to come and make your own choices, but yeah. that's how we've kind of contextualized it to make it relevant, particularly for South African students. Yeah. Um, at this point, and what what has the response been? Are they getting it? Are they? They are getting it, particularly okay. if they've got to read it as a set work. A lot of them have been saying, "Oh, wow, okay, it's it's now I can see how this is working because it's quite hard to put from the to just imagine how it would be." Yeah. From the page. So what's been the most interesting thing is Brecht was always the kind of guy who was like, I don't want emotions involved. I don't want emotions in theater. People mustn't get too emotional because if they get too emotional, they get into the story, they don't think, and they don't do anything about it afterwards. Yeah. And so what the kids have been saying is like, oh, can we separate our emotions from this story? I mean, we see that it's really intellectual, but actually, no, we kind of get emotionally involved Mm. at the same time as knowing what we're doing and seeing. So My best last night, there were audience members, and I think they were students, sitting about four rows in front of me, and they were like, now what you gonna do, Grusha? Mm, A girlfriend? What's, you know, what's what's your choice? Why are you leaving the child? Why are you leaving the child? Do this, do that. And, and that's actually cool. We've had a lot of responses like that from, from audiences. People literally telling us that we're doing something wrong yeah. or we're doing something right and that we should carry on or we should stop. And in kind of usual theater situations, you don't get that, that kind interaction. of interaction at all. Unless you're watching a pantomime. A pantomime. Yeah, yeah. Panty line. What? Panty Pantomimes. Yes, pantomime. Pantomime. and schlip. Yeah, schlip. Mm. Right. So, and yeah, it's been cool to have the audiences so involved with us. I've got a question because moving from straight theatre, straight, by straight theatre, I don't mean theatre <laughs> of the heterosexual kind. Yes. I mean theatre that is like just words, right? Right. Mm. You got okay. me there. Yeah. So moving from straight theatre, in inverted commas, we're going to be chatting a bit, a bit, a bit about musicals just now. Mm. But the one question that I have for you is, is, is this play a musical? Yeah, kind of. Um, I think in London they would call it a play with music. Yes. Um, because it's got, Brecht was big with music and he, he writes lyrics into his plays as kind of a commentary, like a was social Was it kind commentary. of emotionless music? Like, uh, How do you have emotionless music? Well, Here like is a the Rihanna question. song. Well, yes. I mean, wang, 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 now that you're wang, saying wang, that, yeah. so now that you're saying that, what they've done, what we've done is we've taken contemporary tunes to put behind these lyrics mm. So Brecht gives you a, a score But it's kind of uh, It's quite atonal it's, actually Yeah, it's, it's atonal and a bit outdated I mean, he, so. he was good old Mac the Knife You know that Oh, wow Oh, that shark, babe Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah has I such didn't know that deer. That was him okay. From the Thrapani Opera Yeah Thropping yeah. the opera. Thra- the three Try to say that ten times. Thropping the opera. Thropping the opera. So basically, yeah, we've taken the the director chose to take contemporary tunes that uh, everyone will relate to and kind of put them behind the lyrics. So that's fun. Yes. So we do sing. Okay. Um, but I, it was such a funny moment because we I'm watching at the end and uh, we've got a little 
lady in our studio, Taylor, who I'll introduce you tonight or just to today, later on today, who was in fame. And there's this moment where they go, remember, remember, remember. <laughs> and I was like, what the freak? I'm watching Breath and I'm listening to fame. It was you know, crazy. Irene yeah. Cara in front of me. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. I was in fame at school. And when we were rehearsing that, I was like, you do know that a lot of kids are going to be like, oh, okay, it's fair. No, it's not. <laughs> wow. But yeah, lots of fun. Nika, give us some details. Where can we see it? When is it running until? So you're just catching the end of it, which is great because okay. we're all um, excited to be performing until Sunday. So Sunday's the last time. What is today? Today, today is Thursday. 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 So there's a show tonight and then there's two shows tomorrow, which is Friday. So there's a morning show and there's an evening show. Then Saturday in the evening and Sunday is the last one in the afternoon. And it's at the Joburg Theatre Fringe. Okay. And where can people get tickets? They can get tickets at the theatre or they can get tickets at webtickets.com. Amazing. Yeah. And if you're a student, you can also bring your student card to them and they will give you a discount. And on a kind of looking looking forward in terms of Nika Nika oh, New, Nika. <laughs> what, what, what's in the pipelines for Nika? Sure, Nika is working on a couple of um, projects. I think the next one I'll be doing is a uh, I'll be directing a kind of performance art piece to do with water and like water issues in the country. So that's I think that's the next one. Awesome. But um, yeah, otherwise just trying to relax a bit. Oh, and I'm going to graduate next week. I'm going to London. No, yeah. I'm going to graduate. What, 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 are you, what are you getting? I'm getting an MA in text and performance. And one of those square hats. And one of the square, which I had to hire at great expense. So I, I in pounds, of, right? In pounds. I could have made you in one pounds. out of a cereal box. I'm almost certain. <laughs> yeah. Just like Cook-a-pops. a I could have just square made piece my of cardboard own. with some black fabric over it. Yep, basically. Yeah. But they won't let you have other pieces of cardboard. They have to have their piece of cardboard. Oh, like see. a qualified piece of cardboard. A qualified one. Yeah, a British sense. one. So, so now yeah. we're going to call you Manika. Manika. I'm Manika. happy with that. Manika. Not that one. Okay. But close. <laughs> <laughs> so that's me. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Awesome. Well, Nick. thank you so much, Nika. Cool. That sounds amazing. I mean, it must be a hard show to promote unless you're kind of <laughs> promoting it to... To like depressed people It's like hey Do you want to come feel nothing I mean the world is such a I mean that sounds That sounds like I've undersold it It's a really No no, I'm just joking With the breakdown techniques there (laughs) Yeah you actually will feel something Which is It's confusing Because they don't want you to But you will If nothing else It's hilarious Absolutely Yeah Absolutely Brilliant Well thank you so much For being here Pleasure Thanks for having me I think we need to get Some of these these kitties Other kiddos. kitties on the mics Yeah, yeah. Absolutely awesome. yeah. So, uh, Whilst we do a reshuffle We're going to play a little bit of music To set the scene um, uh, Like Palace is not here So I'm just guessing I'm going to push this Give it a what go it does. Is it going? Is it doing something? Is this the right? I, I don't have ears Oh you can't hear It's going it Sounds amazing Oh yeah I, I don't even know what this is I don't know It sounds like a school bell ringing We're shuffling yeah, let's get the school kids. All right.
Alrighty, alrighty. And we're back. We're back. And what you heard right there was the nicest kids in town. And we really do, I think, have the nicest kids in the studio at the moment. Welcome, guys. Welcome. We've got the cast of Hairspray from Red Hill School. Hello. And the cast of In the Heights from Hyde Park High. Hi. What's happening, guys? Hi, hello. You're live. Hello. Hey, <laughs> this is a conversation. Well, let's let's start let's start from the left and go around the room. Okay, so we have Tallulah. Yes, Tallulah. Tallulah dot com. Yes. Where where are you from, Tallulah? I'm from Joburg. Okay, yeah. and you are doing hairspray. hairspray. Yes, okay. hairspray. What uh, role are you playing? I play one of the dynamites, dynamos. The dynamos. Di- is it dynamite? Dynamos. I've been getting it wrong the whole time. The diamonds. <laughs> Dynamos. I don't oh, okay. think it's diamonds. No. Okay. Well, that's. I, I like the sound <laughs> of that. Okay, and then we have. Um, I'm Taylor, and I'm playing Tracy Turnblad. And you are the most excited person I think I've ever met. <laughs> it's like. Thank you. I get that a lot. No. Well, like, yeah. You were surprising. just. You were just very excited. I, I got excited seeing your excitement, and I didn't know about what. I'm like, I have nothing to really oh live God. for. Thank <laughs> you. That's actually. I feel that's quite good about myself. <laughs> And then we have... And then we have Bussy. I play Vanessa in the Heights. Okay. Are you so playing Vanessa in the Heights or are you playing Vanessa in In the Heights? I play Vanessa in In the Heights. Right. <laughs> so that's also a little Brechtian thing. Yeah, yeah. Play within a play. Right. In In, in the in. Heights. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, so that's a nice link there. So we went from uh, Tina Turnblad from... Yeah, exactly. Tracy Turnblad. From Hairspray to a hairdresser in, in the <laughs> Heights. <laughs> okay. Then we got Linda. Linda, tell us about you. Hi, um, my name is Linda. I play Usnavi on In the Heights. Is that a Russian gangster name? <laughs> Sorry, I haven't seen the play, so I just hear, see the name Usnavi. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> you know you should really take him to Usnavi. You know in Ostrovia. He's going to put some <laughs> lead in his head. Vodka. <laughs> Usnavi. Usnavi, yes. But you're the responsible one in the play. Yeah? No. No, no. Ir- ir- completely irresponsible. Yes. Have you got side checks? Uh, no. no. Oh, okay, not, not that kind of irresponsible. I am, um, I, I, I struggle with the ladies actually. Is that Linda or is Usnavi? Usnavi. Ah, Linda. I, Linda gets girls. You don't know. Yo. Too much. <laughs> so now, Usnavi, the interesting thing about Usnavi is that, this name comes from the US Navy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So he's not quite. So it's definitely not Usnavi. Unless no. Usnavi is maybe in waters and perhaps they should not be in. Perhaps. Perhaps pointing nuclear warheads at country they do not want to be pointing nuclear warheads Duh. at. Oh, wow. You know? We're cutting a little close to the bone there. North Korea, yes. That's Duh. what I'm talking well, about. Well, yeah. I mean, they do have that wall that they're speaking about with Donald yes, Trump. Yes, but that's the Mexicans. That's yes, a completely different. Yes, but that's exactly what in the heights <laughs> <laughs> goes on about. So uh, the, the uh, character of, of Usnavi, um, based Basically, they come from the Dominican Republic, and they move over to New Year Bayork, where they seek to find better lifestyle. And basically, what happens is that his parents see a ship with the U.S. Navy, and they pronounce it Usnavi. That is it. awesome. Okay, and who okay. was that so, lovely so this, voice? This, this gorgeous apparition in front of me is Danielle Bentel, and she is the producer and co-director of In the Heights at um, Hyde Park High. Thank you for having me in studio. So that's how you know all that. Because that's I was like, I wow, this, this, this stranger is just very well versed in theater. She totally well, is. I right? am actually. Uh, yeah. Well, I've just learned that. You know what? I want to ask an interesting question here. You chose a piece that most South Africans have never heard of. Okay. You chose In the Heights. And um, give us some, give us some insights. I mean, most schools are going for fame. They're going for hairspray. They're going for grease, you know, and here Hyde Park High. Uh, you know, a modest government school in the suburbs of the not so modest Hyde Park comes along with a piece of theater which no one has heard of, uh, you know, relatively speaking, no one's heard about in SA. What, what, what was going on there? Well, I mean, okay, let's give your listeners a bit of a, a bit of a background. So, I mean, Matthew and I go chatty Maddie and I go way back in terms of our friendship and within, um, theater. Um, Matthew actually introduced me to In the Heights. And uh, Hyde Park High School, Anna, you're so fabulous. I see. He didn't want to say it himself. That's <laughs> why he kind of asked you to answer that question. It's the arts of modesty, people. You get somebody else to do it for you. Well, <laughs> well the show is all about the arts. I sing praises that uh, that are due. But uh, basically, Matthew introduced me to In the Heights. Um, it is Hyde Park High School's 60th anniversary, um, celebrating co-ed education, um, of course, in excellence. 
And we just decided, well, I mean, what better way to celebrate 60 years of excellence by premiering um, a show that's never been done in South Africa? Um, it also, I think, caters towards um, my kids. I call them kids. They're actually not kids. They're young adults. Um, but I think it caters towards their their passion. It's the hip-hop. It's the um, the street cred, the just the vibe that, that New York – in the Bronx, um, well, in the Heights, essentially, mm. actually has a little bit of salsa, a little bit of R and B, a little bit of hip hop. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a smarty box show in the sense that you've got all these styles which literally collide. This kind of cacophony of of sound and color that really collide in this kind of explosion of what is the Washington Heights. Um, and what kind of struck me about the piece was the fact that it is so um, unapologetically Hispanic. Absolutely. Um, how have you managed to? I'm gonna actually, I'm going to divert attention quickly from you to your to your to your cast members, Linz, Busi. You've got you you having to deal with Spanish. I mean, getting your getting your mouth around getting your mouth around a mother tongue for starters is one thing. I mean, Afrikaans class, you know what I mean. And now all of a sudden, ole qué pasa? You know, you've got to you've got to start no Maria. You got to start whipping out the Spanish. How's that been for you guys? Um, it's been challenging actually, especially the songs. There's like some words that are like e. What am I saying? <laughs> yeah. I, it, but we do you know what you're saying? Or you I just blindly? No, I do. No, no me diga. I know what I'm saying. Oh, oh. my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this thing of learning Spanish, like, hey, I only know English, honestly, because I'm not from South Africa. So, like, I have to learn Devele and, like, some other languages just to, like, talk with people sometimes. And then you have to learn, not really learn the language itself, but, like, learn the pronunciation of the words and stuff. And yeah, it's pretty challenging for me. Mm. Okay. And um, this show is notorious for its incredible kind of dance language. It has magnificent choreographic routines. It is, it is, it is a, it is a show that is music from curtain up to curtain down. Absolutely. It really is. And how's that been for you guys? Well, look, I've been very grateful for the fact that I have the fantastic Stefania um, Dutoy as my lead choreographer um, and co-director with me. So, Steph has brought incredible um, oomph and, and a fresh perspective mm. to to the show. Um, assistant choreographer Lesejo Ramachlare. Sure. Uh, oh, I know. I've been, practi- <laughs> I've been practicing. Um, has also brought a lot um, with it. Um, Lesejo comes from Soweto. So she kind of relates to my kids on that level. So we've kind of come together in terms of all of that. Have you guys given it an African edge? I know it's always something that I, I despise the question. Are you, are, you, are you making it South African? No. Sorry, Caucasian chalk circle. Well, it's just because, <laughs> just because there's not like a huge Spanish population, yeah. I guess, in South Africa. So yeah. it's kind of hard to, okay, we're going to change. Uh, yeah. Hasta la Vega's uh, character there to Gogo, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to blow your horn here for a second, Maddie. Um, Please don't. <laughs> um, so get your mind off. Ellen is going to be jealous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> and the radial kids only click and then it now. landed. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I think both of us pride ourselves specifically on the fact that neither Red Hill nor Hyde Park produced the general R suite that was a nice school show. Mm. Our show's bars are risen to a professional level where our kids are treated as professionals from the minute they walk into an audition process to the minute they actually walk off stage. And God help them should they step out of line mm. in terms of that because that is what we expect from them. That is what they are able to bring and it's our jobs as educators to get them to raise the bar. At the end of the day, these are the kids that are going to be carrying the arts mm. into the future. Yeah. Um, so, no, we are not doing an adaptation. Okay. We are doing the original. Yes, we might have a few um, accent challenges. Come <laughs> yeah. <Kamo> in particular. <laughs> yeah. um, but, yes, I mean... It's it's pretty much in the heights all the way. Maddie told me a really interesting story about how this um, was put on in the UK. Mm. Um, they took over a platform at King's Cross Station and um, uh, literally put the play there with trains going on in the background. So authentically, 
are you doing it at the car train station? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, anything's possible. If you would like mm. us to take over the car train station, I'm sure we could arrange that. <laughs> I think you should. I think they should build a, a station in Hyde right Park. Through actually, Hyde Park. I would love that. I'm sure my principal would love that too. <laughs> But now listen, the talent, the talent is sitting, sitting alongside you, Duns. And I, I wanna, I'm gonna put Linda on the spot here. Um, the, it has such an iconic opening. Most musicals begin with a huge production number and it's kind of blasty right from the beginning. This one starts quite humbly and it just starts off with a very, very simple, I don't know what you call those. Are they called blocks? Um. At the moment, it sounds like a kick I have song. to say, I'm sure there's another name for it. <laughs> but, uh, blocks. Okay, those things. Let's go with so blocks. we'll go with we'll go with the block. But Linda, give us give us a couple of lines of your opening there for us, okay. and you're welcome to Hoy in the actions too. Yeah. Speak right into that mic, buddy. Lights up on Washington Heights up at the break of day I wake up and I got these little punks I gotta chase away Pop the grate at the crack of dawn, sing while I wipe down the awning. Hey y'all, good morning. Ice called Piragua. <laughs> All right, nice oh. one, nice one, um, guys. This 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 production is going to be absolutely spectacular. Duns, it's at Hyde Park. When when can when is it showing? How do we get tickets? So we open on the third of May, yeah. um, where we run until the sixth of May. Amazing. So um, quite a short run, but um, powerful nonetheless. And tickets are available through the school on O double one four four seven two two eight one or um, available via email as well at info at hydepark.gp.school.za. Amazing. Get your tickets, guys. It's going to be absolutely spectacular. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, this ain't no high school show. <laughs> Hashtag. Yo. Okay, Hashtag. I feel like you're going to do like a cheer. Oh, no, no, no. And then no, no. Red Hill's <laughs> going to have to do a cheer. And then we're going to have to like... <laughs> we'll have a cheer off. Yeah, we're going to have to see well, which, which school thought. is better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, segueing from one school to the next, um, I've got in the studio with me some of the fabulous cast members of Hairspray, and they hail from Red Hill, just over the hill, Red Hill School in Morningside. What, what? Yeah. <laughs> and Tallulah has introduced herself, as has our Tracy Turnblad, Taylor Alexander. Welcome to the studio, guys. Thank you. Thank you for, Thanks having, for having us. us. Oh, it's yeah. such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Hairspray, how's it been? Oh. Talk to us. Tallulah. Literally no words. Like It has been probably... One of the best experiences throughout my high school career so far. It's been fun and I've learned what I can do and what I can't do and met so many, well not met people, but just gotten to know people like in my school that I haven't spoken to before. It's just been fun, hey? I suppose what you can't do, you've realized you actually can do, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> A few dance steps I might have fallen on my face, but that's okay. <laughs> and how are those heels working for you? Oh, just to put word. you in the picture, yeah, these kids have had to get into serious kind of T-bar heels. Yeah. And for most of them, I mean, you coming from Converse. Yeah, con- Exactly. Kicks to, to yeah. heels and all of a sudden having to, you know, mince, mince yeah, across the exactly. stage. It's not like my character's particularly mellow either. Like the dynamites are quite like sassy. So to be in heels and to be sassy, I mean, it's quite a workout actually. Yeah. And then sitting alongside the gorgeous Tulula, we have our radiant Tracy Turnblad. Hello, hello. Um, Taylor, Taylor, this role was almost written for you. John Waters, yeah. when he wrote the show. He was he was going Taylor Alexander. This is for you. Talk to us. Yeah. How's how's it been playing Thank Tracy? Thank you. Um, I I can't even describe it. Like I walked into the first rehearsal and I was like, I can't believe that this is actually happening. You know, it's like a dream come true for me. And the other day I was actually crying because I was like, in two weeks it's all going to be over, and I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, what am I going to do after this play? And my mom was like, Tay, you know, even though the show will be over. The memories and the bonds that you make will never, ever fade. Wise words from mom. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> you must be really close to your cast because I did a play in high school and I can't remember anyone. But I, oh. I don't think I was as involved. I also was like a tree or something. So <laughs> I don't think I had that kind of relationship as you have with the I can't even describe it. it. It's actually, it's a family. And I know like last year it was the fame fam, but now it's a different family. And it's not the that... Family? The family. <laughs> That's cute. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you, so In the Heights is obviously quite a political um, play. And Hairspray also has an element of that. Although it's fun and you kind of painted it with that broad brush of grease and, you know, yeah. r- rich white school. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> um, Hairspray does have, like, quite an awesome message. 
Totally. Um, like, how are you guys finding that? Has it like changed your lives? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's cool. Honestly, I think um, it. Like you said, you know, it's got such a powerful message, and I think within the context of a high school, I think it'll be really cool to to show that to the rest of the school and to all the teachers, as well as like all the talent. Honestly, the thing that just blew me away the most is there's so many people that I've never heard sing or like do a little jazz step, and then everyone's just coming out of their shells. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like I'm blown away. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when the lights go on. Yeah, right? like you don't really have a choice. That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happens when the lights go on, man. I coin my jazz hands. Uh, you know, yeah. You have to ask but, Alistair from Slipbeam what happens yeah, when the exactly. lights go on, Matthew. But now, Tate, um, about the message that 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 Nate was referring to over here, um, you know, we've we've got this we've got this piece which is undoubtedly exci- undoubtedly exciting and colourful and vibrant and so shiny and glitzy, and it's just upbeat, upbeat, upbeat. But under under those songs lies a real lies a real story of a struggle which I think we 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 still are are living that we can relate to. How how has that how has that kind of been worked into your experience into your your kind of performance? Well, especially with my character of Tracy, um, she always sees the good in everything. Like, um, and especially looking at Good Morning Baltimore, um, it's honestly you, it's the way she describes it. Like, with rats running around the streets and flashes and everything, she, um, she just she puts so much energy and so much happiness to it that it almost makes out like it's the best place on earth when in all honesty it really isn't Mm. you know and during that time it was so much hardships but instead of like just sitting around doing nothing about it and complaining as a lot of people did she went and she tried to make a change and I think that that's important and that's a message that can go out to everyone <laughs> don't you think it's sad that the the kind of themes are still relevant totally like yeah. i can't wait for the day people put on hairspray and they're like i don't really get it yeah like why what's what's going on there yeah. you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh but it's still it's i think it's still amazing that people will leave that play thinking about it and you know stuff like that it's cool you know what she mentioned good morning baltimore and um Ooh. you know i think it, as, as as a part of our cast off here we we had a little bit from washington heights um and i think it would be only fitting to get our tracy to hit the mic with a bit of her rendition of good morning baltimore well i'd love to all right let's, let's uh may i stand yeah can you hear in those you headphones? Um, no, I actually can't. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> oh, you have to plug them in. Oh, ah. you see, technology. I don't even know how to update my phone. Never mind, work all of this. <laughs> Dory, just take Maddie's there. Okay. Oh. All right. And now I'm just going to get the this little piece that I've prepared ready. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Taylor Alexander from Red Hill <laughs> High School. All right, let's hit this. Oh, wait, it's gone off. Okay, is it gone off? Can you okay. not hear? Can okay, you hear no, me? Now it's on. It's on. All right. Today, feeling the way I always do. Oh, 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 hungry for something that I can't eat. Then I hear that beat. That rhythm of town starts calling me down. It's like a message from high above. Oh, 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 pulling me out to the smells and the streets that I love. Good morning, Baltimore. Every day's like an open door Every night is a fantasy Every sounds like a symphony Good morning, Baltimore And someday when I take to the floor The world's gonna wake up and see Baltimore <laughs> that was it. It was amazing. Well done. Thank Jeepers. you. How did you find uh, finding that accent? Was that 
Is that easy for you? Um, yeah, I must say I love accents. I can't, I'm not that great at them, but with Tracy's, it just came. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that was awesome. I love the nasal American. I know, right? Yeah. She's got that <laughs> so great. She's almost oh like a bit goodness. of a friend dressner. Oh, yeah. Remember the nanny? Fan? Yes, do I do. Do you guys know the nanny? No. Oh, right. <laughs> What's yeah, the nanny? I think, Moving on. I think it came out like six, seven years just before they were born. Yeah. And then, yeah. When were you guys born? How old are you? Like 2001. Oh, like 2001. I was born in 2002. I mean, I'm basically 16, but so you don't even know what Y2K is. <laughs> no, what is that? Y2K, it was no. in the year 2000. Everyone was... <laughs> In absolute panic, people were stocking up with baked cans of baked beans and tuna because when the clocks went back to zero, you know, because it was going 1999, 1990. Oh crap, we didn't make what a are we 20. Do? We thought the zombie apocalypse would have come before then. Yeah, they thought all the computers and everything was going to crash. It was yeah, I was excited. So you guys missed out I on that whole apocalypse. That. Yeah, oh my gosh. No. Yeah, shame. No That's insane. Shame, hey? Born free. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, talk to us about, give us some details on the show. It's showing at Red Hill. We know that much. Yeah. But how do people get tickets? When is it showing? How long is it showing? Okay, Should so, people come? Yes, I mean, yeah, of course. Of course. course. You can't miss this. Um, okay, so show's on from the 4th of May to the 11th of May mm. at Red Hill, as Matt said. No, sh- um, no show on the 7th, but there's two shows on the 6th. Yes, forgot that important. You're doing a double show. Who would make you do that? A matinee. Oh, I don't even know. A matinee. (laughs) Oh, that should be your new name. No, but honestly, the show wouldn't have been anything without you. Like when you came, you know, you just upped the arts so much. Do any of the Hyde Park kids want to say something nice about Maddie? (laughs) No, please don't. (laughs) Oh yeah, because they haven't been they haven't been prepped. Sorry, sorry. Every time Matt comes to school, it's just so awesome. Everyone just has energy for Matt. And thank you so much, Matt, actually. Everyone has energy for you. Like, it's very well read. People just clap when you walk (laughs) in the room. Like, I mean, (laughs) I honestly couldn't imagine going to school without Matt, like, walking around, rushing around. Okay, okay. (laughs) Let's go back to the the ticket details, please. (laughs) Okay, so web tickets. You say we can get tickets at web tickets? Yeah, web tickets. Um, you just type in hairspray and I'm pretty sure ours is the only one that comes up and then you just book whatever seats you want for whatever days or maybe all the days if you want yeah. and yeah 20 rand guys mm-hmm. it will be like life changing yeah I think guys it's like there's not even words to describe it okay yeah. you can't even get a meal at a restaurant for that <laughs> so go go do this go support the arts Hyde Park Red Hill Caucasian Chalk Circle amazing stuff happening um, our helicopter parent wants to say something oh gosh uh, Alan, are you there? I've got to tell you, I was going to go, good morning, Durban. i tell you, that's just, uh, uh, I don't know. It's beautiful. Uh, guys, I've got, I wanted to just say one thing. Cultivating young talent is the most critical thing that we can do on every single platform in South Africa and in the world. And if you've got the talents and your star quality and Miss Alexander gave a, a, a phenomenal performance, as all of the, of the guys in the studio. Cultivate it and encourage it and make sure that you that you go to the people that are going to help you do it best. People like Born to Perform, people like yourself, Matty, the teachers, people like you, uh, Nathan, uh, and people best in the business that can help you cultivate the talent. I think that's the lesson of the day, don't you think? That is the lesson of the day. Thank you for wrapping us up there, Al. This is The Unview. We'll see you next week. The Unview. The thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.